brought to you by MuleSoft. Visit MuleSoft.com to find out how MuleSoft's API-led approach to connecting apps, data, and the Internet of Things can revolutionize your businesses. Hi, I'm David Berlin. Today is Tuesday, February 18th, 2020, and this is Programmable Web's Developers Rock podcast. With me today is Jennifer Polka. She is the founder of CodeForAmerica.org. They've got a big event coming up, and Jennifer, thanks for joining us. Tell us all about this event that you've got coming up, what, in March, I think it is? Yeah, it's in March. It's in D.C. Hi, David. Thanks so much for having me on. It's great to have you. Yeah, it's it's been so long. We've, we used to work together a long time ago, so it's really great to see you again. Yeah, I'm delighted. And it's uh, wonderful to be able to talk about the Corp America Summit, which is happening middle of March in D.C. And it's basically where everybody who wants to make government work better in a digital age comes together and talks about how hard it is and how much progress we're making and really, you know, what the world can look like if government got really good at digital services. Well, why does the government need something like codeforamerica.org floating around in their midst? Well, I think government really wants to do well, and um, we, but we built government in a pre-digital age, and it's a little bit harder to move this very large risk-averse institution into the kinds of ways that, uh, that companies that are that are thriving in a digital age, you know, tend to work. So there's speed issues. There's issues of uh, really working with users in the way that our best digital services are built is really, you know, tapping into what users want, and that can be really hard in government. So we're just trying to give them some of the principles and practices of the digital age and apply it to government because in government, that's where we're really serving everyone. These services are enormous. They matter hugely to the American people. And we've got to we've got to give government that competency and that capability of being great at digital, and that just requires some some retraining and some different perspectives. It's not it's really about being able to adopt the way that the internet works in government in the service of the American people. And so, is CodeForAmerica.org sort of an officially sanctioned body by the government, or did you just sort of sprout up and start helping because you felt it was sort of your civic duty to do this? Yeah, that's right. We thought it was our civic duty to do this. So I started Code for America 10 years ago. Um, it's a 501c3. So yes, we're sanctioned by the government as a nonprofit. Um, and we work really closely with government. So what we say is, look, we can change this. It's very hard to change government, um, but we can do it if we do three things. We show what's possible by making government services so good that they inspire change. So if you try, for instance, using the application for food stamps, Supplemental Nutrition Assistance Program, it's very cumbersome. It's not built well for users. It doesn't work on a mobile phone. And we've shown that it can be dramatically better with a service called Get CalFresh that serves all of California now for anybody applying for SNAP. That just sort of ups the bar and gets people thinking about what could be possible. But then we help government people do this better themselves. So that's what the summit's all about, is we can't do all the services for government, but if we share how this works and how you apply these principles and practices in government, then people in government can make their own services really great. And then the third thing we do is we build a movement. There's now this like amazing 
movement of people who understand the digital world um, and either are coming into government or already in government who are getting together and saying, let's write a new playbook. Let's, you know, let's hold everybody accountable to a much better level of service, a much better experience and better outcomes. And that's really the movement that then drives even more better examples and even more ability to get people on board with the practices. Wonderful. So I, I was looking at the website for the summit and I saw that you're expecting something like about a thousand people based mm -hmm. on what you just said. Are the majority of those people in government now and coming to get inspired or is it a, a blend of people from government and then others like you who felt it's yeah. their civic duty to help the government out and sort of a collaboration? How does the what's what's the attendee mix like? Yeah, it's a great mix. Um, a lot of the people are in government. In fact, a little somewhere near the majority um, of, of people are in government and they're either already in one of the groups like the United States Digital Service or the Colorado Digital Service or San Francisco has its own digital service, which are groups in government who sort of self-define as running by the Code for America playbook. Um, they're doing things in a user-centered, iterative and data-driven way. Um, Sometimes they struggle with that because government has a bunch of constraints that make it hard to do that, but they are figuring out those ways to do it. Um, and they're, they're successfully doing it in many services in government that we have a long way to go. Um, the rest of it is, is a mix of folks. Some of our vendors are there. We've got what we call civic technologists who, may, who work like we do sort of from the outside, but improve government um, you know, from that sort of outside perspective. Um, we've got people who are just learning about it. I mean, even folks from like uh, staffers from congressional offices who were in charge of the oversight of government digital are also coming to learn and say, wait a minute, there's a better way to do this and we're gonna have to be part of that solution. And so this is a mixture, uh, you're sort of talking about cities and states and yeah. uh, so, so uh, does Code for America work across all levels of government from municipal on all the way up to federal? Our biggest projects right now are with state governments. Okay. Um, states do a lot in the areas that we specialize, which is the social safety net and the criminal justice system. We also worked a lot with counties, and then we have 82 cities around the country that have a Code for America brigade, which is essentially a chapter, a volunteer chapter. So we specialize in working at city, county, and state level, and our, our, our big projects tend to be with them. However, the principles and practices that we articulate and evangelize to the rest of government are applicable across federal as well. Sure. And so the attendees at Code for America Summit are federal, state, and local. In fact, the last couple of events, it's been about a third, a third, a third split between those three groups. Um, you know, if you're working with states, you know, you're also working with the federal government in the sense that the federal government regulates most of these programs like SNAP and Medicaid. And so we, we do work with them as well, but they aren't the client, if that makes sense. I see. Now, the name of the organization is Code for America, and this is the Developers Rock podcast. When I hear the word code, I think developer because you're coding for somebody. So what's in it for developers? Do developers come to this event and what do they do when they get there? Yeah, so a lot of the, I mean, if you look at the speakers that are they're speaking, um, a good chunk of them are developers. They have developed wonderful digital services at the Veterans Administration, it's with state governments, et cetera. And what they get out of this more broadly is that they get to work on the things that matter most. We have had so many developers come from, whether it's the private sector or social sector, and come into government and say, 
now that I'm coding, you know, a better veterans healthcare application, I can never go back because this is so, I'm, I'm so aware now of the people that I'm helping. I'm helping people who need help the most. And my impact is bigger than it has ever been on parts of our country that absolutely need the most help. And so what developers get out of it really, um, get that coming to summit is a community and the skills and the tactics that need to be successful making those digital services in government. But what they're getting at it more broadly is incredible meaning and satisfaction in their jobs. Sure, very meaningful work and they get to kind of uh, rub shoulders with birds of a feather, other people who feel the same way. So it sort of escalates that, that feeling of altruism and, and contribution to the betterment of the nation. One, yep. one question I have for you though is, is that a lot of us, and, and I don't know if you've given this any thought, a lot of us look at what's going on at the federal level you know, of our government and we see uh, a lot of nothing getting done. Uh, it, it almost seems like the government doesn't have an interest in getting things done. You have people yelling across the aisle at each other, but yeah, they also complain that we're not getting any legislation done and they blame each other. If the government is sort of stalled in this way by the people who lead it, is there any hope of this movement coming from under and getting things going, sort of greasing the wheels of government, so to say, as you pointed out? I think beneath the surface of that, um, dysfunction that we all experience, there is real progress. Yes. Uh, uh, you know, uh, six years ago, if you were a veteran, you could literally, you know, almost nobody could get through the healthcare application. It required this very specific combination of an outdated browser and an outdated version of Adobe PDF. <laughs> Adobe oh my Reader. gosh. Oh. Like, and if you didn't have that exact combination, which just happened to be the sort of weird outdated combination, that, um, that, that VA staffer computers had, um, you couldn't load the application form. That's just one of like a dozen things that were wrong with that one specific service. Now you can, and people do, and they use a service that looks so good that they go, wait, is this, did government build this? Because it's simple and it's easy and it's clear. That's the work of the United States Digital Service. And things like that are happening all over government and it's not making the headlines but it really is progress. I mean, the same thing with our SNAP application um, that we're doing in different states now. And, you know, for example, you know, we have these laws that are passing in states around the country, decriminalizing uh, various convictions, often related to the decriminalization of marijuana, but not always. And we've been working with states to figure out how to clear those convictions that doesn't involve uh, 10 months of paperwork, mm. but just says, wait a minute, this person has a conviction, it's in a database, let's just change the record in the database. And that's the kind of progress. It's not just that we're making forms better, it's that we're helping people in government understand how the digital world works and be far more efficient, like leapfrogging the process and just saying, this is just a matter of changing a record in a database, let's help you do it. Hundreds of thousands of people have already gotten relief because we've been able to implement these laws in a hundred times faster than they would have been and now millions more across the country are going to, that's hope, right? That That's like, there is functioning government happening. It's getting better. Mm -hmm. We're getting better at doing government right. And that's happening at the same time as all of that, you know, political dysfunction. Um, so I, I feel very lucky that I get to look at that every day and use that as a real counterpoint to, um, 
to some of the, the less less beautiful parts of government. Right, so while some people who are leading the show don't seem to be able to get anything done, you're busy at work under the hood getting a lot of stuff done. And I, and I would have to kind of support the fact that there are people who are looking to do that kind of meaningful work. I don't know if you know this, but I'm uh, the co-leader of the uh, federal API meetup in Washington, D.C., the first Tuesday of every month. I am uh, Gray Brooks's wingman. I don't know if you remember Gray Brooks from your days in, in D.C. He's the best. <laughs> he is the best. He's an amazing human being. And so I'm down there uh, every month helping out and uh, helping that meetup run. And, and of course, not, not only can everybody who's watching this come to that meetup if you're in the D.C. area, but also uh, I get to meet a lot of people from the various uh, corners of government, especially the federal government, yeah. and they're all very interested in moving the ball forward. So let's go back to the summit real quick. Yeah. March 11th to March 13th. Can anybody come? Do you have to, is there a fee? What, what, what's the, uh, how do you sign up? Register at codeforamerica.org slash summit. Uh, it's a cheaper rate if you're in government. Uh, those budgets are a bit limited. Mm -hmm. um, private sector folks pay a bit more, but it's absolutely affordable and the content is amazing. And you might get to meet Jennifer Palka, who is the founder of codeforamerica.org there, right? I will absolutely be there. Um, I'm giving a talk and I'll spend uh, the best three days of the year with the people that I admire the most. Wonderful. Well. There you go, that's the uh, Code for America Summit. Uh, it's gonna have workshops, receptions, breakout sessions, lightning talks, and keynotes. Of course, one of those will be by Jennifer here. Jennifer Polka, thank you very much for joining us. Thank you so much, David. This has been fun, and it's great to see you. It's been terrific to talk to you. We've been speaking with Jennifer Polka. She is the founder of CodeForAmerica.org. They're running their big annual event in Washington, D.C., March 11th to March 13th, 2020. Hope to see you there. For now, I'm signing off from David Berlin, Editor-in-Chief of Programmable Web. If you want more videos like this one, just go to our YouTube channel at www.youtube.com slash programmableweb, or you can go to programmableweb.com, and you'll find an article with this video embedded and all of the full text, the transcription of what Jennifer just said to you, as well as the audio-only version if you prefer it in podcast form. Until the next video, thanks for joining us. <laughs>